beautiful friends and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm excited for today's episode. Um, Before we get started, I want to give a little shout out to Organifi Green Juice. I drink it every single morning. I've been drinking it for four years and I feel like I would have much more, um, I'd experience anxiety a lot more if I didn't drink it, being totally honest, because what it's designed to do, it's 16 different superfoods, like spirulina, ashwagandha, um, moringa, like chlorella, like all these different things that help the body process the stress hormones, like cortisol, so it's like a body reset. So I drink it every morning before I have coffee, and it's incredible. And like, my mom doesn't love the taste, You know, she's like, it's good and all, but it's not like great. Um, I think it tastes great. I think over time I've created these associations where I'm just like, I love it, what it does for my body. Cause I can feel literally my heart start to slow down. Like if you've ever woken up feeling anxious right when you wake up, um, going and grabbing a cup of coffee is going to make you feel wired, but still tired because it's not actually replenishing you. And so I'm a big fan. I'm a big believer. I literally give it to every single person in my family. And so I feel like I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't share it with you guys. Like they don't even sponsor this podcast yet, yet, but I am an ambassador for them and, um, an affiliate with them. So yeah, it give, there's, I have a code it's K-L-O, K-L-O-W, where you get a discount. And then it does give me a little bit of a commission because uh, I get to share it and be loud and proud. And so things get to circulate. It becomes a win-win-win for everyone, for your body, for you, for me. Yeah. So just being transparent. So, you know, when you ever like hear people like, I have a discount code, use this. Like that is a part of their livelihood where they're sharing products and talk about things that hopefully they truly and authentically care about. Um, and then they get to get a little piece of the pie as a part of it, you know? And so some people feel like, oh, I don't want them to have some or get a kickback of what I'm doing or whatever. And if you've been one of those people, start to notice your own conversations around money and abundance of like, why do you feel like if they get some, do you get less? You know, there's such an infinite supply. So let's get to the episode today. So I'm gonna be sharing seven things that have made a huge difference in my mental health um, and my personal happiness and like connecting with myself because I've noticed over the past two years with things that have been going on with the transitions, like so much of it feels like a blur. And I know that there's some um, unprocessed emotions that I've been working through where I just kind of disassociated and, and, you know, so centering myself, reconnecting, healing and changing my brain because our brain changes all the time and we have the ability to literally rewire and change it and become and feel like a completely different person. Like I believe in transformation. I believe in healing. Like when we place labels on ourselves, like I have anxiety or I have depression versus I experience anxiety. I experience depression. It's not something that's a, that's who you are. It's a symptom that you experience that's awakening and redirection, redirecting us to different things, you know? And so, yes, everyone has a different experience with these different symptoms. Um, and I'm not saying that to like devalidate anyone, just be aware of, of, where you accidentally box yourself in with your words, okay? So these are going to be things that I've personally been doing that have been helping me. Um, they're simple, you know, and but they can, they're, it's all like habits, right? Of trying new things and being willing to try new things and interrupt the habits that you do have right now. So the first one 
is taking more showers. So water is an element. It's it's cleansing, it's grounding, like especially for emotions. I've been, you know, taking like one to two showers, normally two showers a day, and using it as a way to wind down in the evenings and relax, but also in the morning, using it as a signal to start the day. And so showers has been something that has been so helpful in creating this a break in the day in this renewal sense. And so obviously everyone showers, everyone does those things, but like take, take two showers if you need to, like if you ever need to have a reset moment and if you can take a shower, like go let the water cleanse your soul. Imagine like blessing this water and like giving thanks to this water for cleansing your body and cleansing your emotions and like put on some meditation music. Even if this is like a three minute shower, right? Or 15 minutes and get it all nice and hot, get your shoulders dropped, like let your body relax. If you can't relax your mind, relax your body. The mind will follow. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, no phones in the morning or in the evening like I have a strict like no scroll policy with myself and I'm not perfect and so sometimes I'll grab it and look for a second then I'm like okay stop (laughs) put it down because I know that I feel better when I allow myself to slowly wake up instead of stimulating my mind with so much information clogging my mind my creativity because I'm thinking about other people's shit or I'm thinking about whatever is going on on Instagram versus connecting with myself, my own innate wisdom. And in more than anything, it's just uh, has been life-changing. I'm even going to say life-changing for my ability to focus on what I want to get out of the day and how I want to make myself proud. And so I encourage you, that's I encourage you first 30 minutes of the morning, maybe even up to an hour, shit, as long as you can go before looking at your phone. Um, it's like sometimes if I'm really feeling um, inspired by something that I want to do and it doesn't involve me looking at my phone, like I will continue to not look at it because I know the second I look at it, it's taking me down a detour of a lot of information input and that can make it difficult for the output because comparison can hit it. There's some just distractions in general um, that can create other things that are not necessary for the first 30 minutes of waking up, right? That gets to be your time. Think about if you liked someone and you wanted to date them, What's what do you do? You ask to spend time with them. You ask to get to know them. You're intrigued, right? So think of your mornings like that. That's your time to get to know yourself and what's going on. If you have any dreams, write them down. You know, sit down, shit, man, make it cute. Light a candle, get your drink, sit down, have a blanket, open up the journal, maybe play some music if you want. Um, if you need like a little bit more, you know, like external stimulation. Um, but check in with what your morning routine looks like. And I encourage you to not use your phone in the morning and not use your phone before you go to bed. Um, and instead like check in with yourself, write, journal, ask yourself, what do I need to make myself proud today? What's those top three things? If you're one of those people, overachievers that want to get 10 things done or else you're not satisfied, like we get to heal that. We get to change that because that's like a deep tie around, you know, I'm not worthy unless I'm working. I'm not worthy unless I'm in a relationship. I'm not worthy unless I weigh a certain amount. We're placing self-worth based off a condition that it doesn't need it doesn't need to be that way. That's an agreement we've made in the world that we live in, but someone taught us that. Society conditions us to think these things. And it's 
our own individual journey to unprogram ourselves from these beliefs. Wow, I really took a detour on that one. Number two, no phone in the morning or PM. Different simple strategies. Don't charge your phone by your bed. That's it. Because you have to get out of bed to turn it off and turn off your alarm and then set it back down. But kind of what I encourage you to do is write down what your normal, typical day in the morning looks like and actually look at it. You know, let yourself get on purpose of noticing what those habits are and make small incremental changes. It doesn't have to change overnight and be big and extreme and this quantum healing leap and all of a sudden you're a yogi god in the morning, okay? Let's be realistic and let's make small incremental changes and shifts so it's sustainable and it's integrated as a habit versus just something that you did once, okay? Okay, number three, things that have helped me with um, my mental health is socializing with loved ones and just socializing in general. I didn't realize how big of a difference the little chit chat and the little conversations and passerby connecting with someone um, made a difference on my mental health until I started doing it again. And I was like, wow, look at all the serotonin and dopamine I'm feeling right now. I just feel so happy. I love hearing about that person's story and their cat, you know, or whatever, you know, the most random things. But um, I, ha- I, ha- everyone has been deprived of community and socialization in one way or another because of the current events um, that have been going on. And so who have you not talked to in a while that you want to give a call? Like that you know you always have a good time hanging out with them. You love them. Maybe it's family. Maybe it's friends. Prioritize that. It's made such a huge difference um, getting back in, you know, because it's easy to to like reclu- be a recluse and not want to go out. And like, I definitely have that side. I need alone time, but I forget how much I need socializing time where I'm just listening and conversating and having fun and like being around other people. Um, it's really life-giving. So number four, um, expressing myself and, and, and letting myself be weird. It's so energizing and it's so liberating because as I start to notice like, because it's a roller coaster in certain times. Like I view it as it's always an upward growth, but it's like this slinky upward spiral. So sometimes it feels like there's a backward slide, but in stepping back and looking at life as a whole, there's still growth and improvement happening because we're learning. I mean, we could, you could get stagnant and kind of stay in one state if you refuse to find the lessons and heal and forgive yourself from the things you find to be mistakes. You know, for the things in your life, you're like, oh, that was a mistake. Um, going through a process of forgiving yourself and healing and forgiving other people that are in those memories. And it doesn't mean you're reconnecting with them or anything. Um, it's about you and your relationship to them. So then you can have this relationship with yourself, you know. Oh, man, that was such a tangent, too. Number four expressing myself and I set the intention for the beginning of 2022 of being at peace with being misunderstood because there is a part of me in this that just wants to be understood and like doesn't want to offend anybody and wants to connect heart to heart because I know deep down everyone wants to be loved seen and heard and I have this like desire to want to connect with everybody around the world and like connect to their heartstrings and see the best in them and that's not possible to be fully understood on this deep soul level with everyone in the world. It's just absolutely not possible. 
So for me, setting the intention that, you know, I'm at peace being misunderstood, it's safe to be misunderstood. It's healthy to sometimes be misunderstood because other people are going to have different views. You know, it's just not realistic. It then makes it totally okay that some people might not get it. And I don't need to go above and beyond to explain it, but I can if I want to, but I don't have to. And that I get to be polarizing, meaning I get to take a stance on something um, and not worry if it accidentally offends someone else, but I would never do something with the intention to offend somebody else, right? And my little empath, my little, my big ass huge heart that wants to be liked and loved and approved of and validated, you know, just has a little field day. Um, if, if I don't set that agreement with myself that it's safe to be misunderstood, you know? And so I just kind of noticed a little bit of that lingering within myself. And so that's been my attention for 2022. And that has made it so much fun to show up online and express myself through my business because I'm not worried about being liked. I'm worried about being real. And that's I've always that's always been my intention, but there's layers and we get to continue to grow and evolve, you know. So that's been something for me, really letting myself uh take up space and not worry about being understood by everyone. Number 5, um journaling and centering with reality. Like journaling has helped me ground and center with what day it actually is, what month it actually is, what year it actually is. Like do you resonate with that where you're like, "Whoa, things are a blur when you're in a funky headspace or when you're dealing with some unprocessed shit or you are just anxious, whatever, or life happens." Oh, oh my gosh, the list can go on. Whatever your circumstances, if you ever struggle with feeling like connected to your own life, where you're kind of floating above it, you know, the disassociation, it's really common with people that are highly sensitive because there's such an avalanche of emotions that the mind kind of automatically will start to disassociate as a form of protection. So it's not like, don't shame yourself. It's not like you're doing this on purpose. This is literally the body's... Um, reaction and response to keeping you safe. This is the ego's response. This is a subconscious automatic thing that happens. And through journaling and through meditation, where we start to ease the nervous system and connect with the parasympathetic nervous system and the vagus system that is, is connected to you feeling safe and at ease and at peace. That is when your body starts to heal itself that is when the mind literally grows and can rewire itself. There's four things that can change the brain. Exercise, meditation, psychedelics, and uh, I don't remember what the fourth one is. <laughs> and pharmaceutical meds, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but I don't remember what the fourth one is, to be honest. Oh, and lion's mane. Lion's mane, which is another mushroom that's incredible. Um, get yourself, go get yourself some vitamins. Okay. Um, yes. So centering with reality and grounding. And like the other day I literally had to be like, Kelsey, like I, I, I said it out loud and then I just kind of was like connecting and grounding in with what my life is right now, because it's really, it, it was really easy for me to start to visualize and remember things that once were, or things that, um, have been or things that I want to be, right? But not really connecting to the present moment of what is life like right now? 
What am I grateful for right now? Because this is where my power is and this is where the juice is and this is what's actually happening. Everything else is a memory. It's a memory or it's a visualization of something that I want. It's a dream, a desire, but it's, it's in my mind, right? But what's right in front of me? How can I ground and be present with what's right here? And so I literally was like, I, I am 30 years old. I live in Visalia. I have a beautiful house with my boyfriend. It was the perfect house. I'm so grateful. And just getting like this kind of ball rolling with appreciation. But the intention was just to ground. But then it became this beautiful thing, you know, it was this practice of just taking note and taking inventory of everything in my life right now. I'm just directing some appreciation towards it and journaling is a huge thing for me because it's a train of thought where I'm like, hello, Kels, how are you? What's going on? And it's this, it's my internal parent voice. It's my self-coaching. It's my self-talk. It's your self-talk. It's your inner voice. It's your highest self. It's whatever you want to call it, but it's your ability that that wise voice, it's your, or your conscious, right? People call it your, your, the, your voice of reason. Oh my gosh, there's so many different phrases for it. I've never noticed how many phrases there are for that voice, your intuition, that guidance. But if we um, pick up our phones first thing in the morning, we are not going to hear it. We're not going to connect with their inner voice. We are allowing ourselves to get into a trance, into a state of disconnection and just absorbing content and trending reels and repetitive shit. And you're allowing other people to tell you what to think about, what to focus on and what's important. And I just won't buy into it. I believe that your soul knows what's important, that your inner voice knows what it, and okay, I'm not saying that you only know what's important and everything evolves around you, but at the same time, everything does evolve around you and your world. You are the magnet. You are the person that is, that you are the person that can save you. You are the person that can heal you. You are your healer. You are your guru, right? You have everything that you need within you. And so journaling helps me remember that. And I'm able to see what's actually going on. And any fears that have been lingering, I write them out. And then I start to look at them through different eyes. Because I look at them as, you know, how can, how can I make myself proud through this? What do I need to be authentic and true to myself? You know, to be in, in integrity with myself. What am I in the process of? What am I working on? What do I need to feel proud of myself today? You know, and just guiding myself um, with these different questions. And I have different prompts that are free you know, on my website, kelseylowshow.com, there's a prompt there. And, but you, you don't have to use a prompt, right? You can trust yourself enough to set a t- and and you don't have to set a timer either. But if you feel antsy about it, you need some structure, set a three minute timer, open up a journal and just write whatever comes to mind. Even if you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I kind of have to poop and my stomach hurts. I kind of want coffee. Like at least you are connecting to that train of thought and it's like a muscle that you strengthen it and it grows and grows. And this is how you connect to your intuition. You spend time with yourself by connecting with what your thoughts are. And then meditation is amazing. You, there's so many different types of meditation. I started learning meditation with Headspace, right? Sometimes meditation is, is uh, difficult because you're sitting with yourself and sometimes emotions feel so big that we don't want to sit with them. But sometimes you don't have to. Do a guided meditation that's guiding you through something beautiful, right? And it's okay if it's hard at times because I guarantee you will finish and feel fucking proud of yourself. You're never going to finish a meditation and be like, oh, that was stupid. I'm mad I did that. No, you'll have at least a little bit of ease or relief or a sense of 
connection to yourself and think about relationships, healthy relationships go through different conflict or um, discussions or, or sadness or a full range of emotions. So it's okay for you as well to have that full range of emotions. So journaling and spending time with myself and centering with reality is number five. And that has been, oh, mwah. Okay, number six is meditation music. There is a playlist on Spotify called Morning Zen. I um, love it. I just put it on in the morning when I'm getting ready or doing something or even if I'm making my coffee or I'm literally sitting on the couch and like staring at my journal and deciding if I want to read it or, you know, if I'm if I'm uh, washing my face or brushing my teeth or putting on some makeup, I put on this meditation music. It's like zen like some sound bowls some sound crystal healing it's just awesome right and listening to it and i and i as i listen to it i it reminds me to relax my body because it's relaxing my mind and so just notice um it doesn't have to be meditation music but just music in general can move us and transcend us into different um emotional states mental states so that has been a huge help with my mental health and sense of happiness and peace. Um, number seven, taking care of something, whether it's a plant or an animal or a child, like really giving gratitude for that because oftentimes that can be so life-giving. Sometimes when we're feeling drained, it can feel like if you ever start to feel resentful about something that you're taking care of, it's because you're struggling to take care of yourself, you know? And I definitely had that, like when I first moved into this house, like I was kind of struggling to take care of myself. There's so many transitions, like things were up and down um, and I wasn't feeling stable and, and, and I was really having to pull out all of my tools from my, it's like my self-love toolkit. I'm like, okay, I got to go back to the basics. I really need to comfort myself right now because I'm struggling. And I was so annoyed about taking care of our dog. And I'm saying our dog, but it's like, I'm a stepmama. I'm a bonus mama. Um, it's my boyfriend's dog. And like, her name's Gracie. She's 13 years old. And she was just like, used to be outside. She was kind of neglected, right? Like she needed a bath. And I was just like, ugh, like, I don't want to take care of you. You're gross. You're going to throw up and shit. And like, she was just having issues, right? She was struggling. She was probably anxious and didn't know where she was. She's old, whatever. Like now I just have so much compassion for her because I've been practicing compassion for myself. So if you ever feel resentful about things you're taking care of, it's because you're, you're being resentful about taking care of yourself too. You know, you're being just as mean to yourself as you're being to other people. Um, but for me, okay, for me taking care of something, whether it be my plants or the dog, or my mom's animals or something is really life-giving and that responsibility is really important because it gives us a sense of pride and something that we can be proud of. And I know for a lot of listeners, um, overgiving and like people-pleasing is a huge thing. We've definitely talked a lot about that here on the podcast. Um, uh, but just notice, because we all have different pendulum swings for me. I go, you know, from the, the, the more things I have on my calendar like the happier I am. And I, I've noticed that I allowed so much space out of a fear of burnout in the past that like, it kind of, I would get more recluse, you know? And so that whole thing was socializing. And so taking care of something, do you have a plant? Do you have an animal? Do you have a child? You know, those things that you do have are supporting you and your mental health simply by being in your life and needing you, you know? And 
assuming there's healthy boundaries there, you know, we could definitely do a future podcast episode about that. If you want me to do a podcast episode about healthy relationships and boundaries, how to break some codependency, send me a message on Instagram and Kelsey Lowshot. Tell them if you want to hear that one, I could do that one coming up here soon. So a little recap, number one, showers. Number two, no phone in the morning and the evening. Number three, socializing with loved ones and putting myself in situations where I'm going to socialize with a lot of people. Um, number four, expressing myself and setting that intention that it's okay to be misunderstood. That my creativity and my sense of expression is for the people that understand it. And if anything, it's for myself to express myself authentically. And it's for the people that I want to serve. It's for you. It's for the, it's for joyfully you listeners. Like literally, this has been the most connected um, audience that listens, that that it's so easy to speak to you because I know you. Like, it sounds weird to say it like that. Some of you I really do know, of course. You're some of you that I've worked with with private coaching or or GLOW or some of these other programs um, or just friends, you know. And it's the most life-giving thing ever because I don't filter myself and I haven't since day one. This has been the one, like area that I am so proud of myself for being true to. I remember first day I was like, oh fuck yeah, this podcast is going to be explicit. Buckle on up because this is my platform and I know who I want to serve. And if someone that listens is upset about that, that's okay. That's okay. There's a lot of other podcasts. (laughs) Um, so that's just, you know, been my addition. That's been my mantra for this year is, is I'm okay. And I'm at peace and I'm safe being misunderstood. Whew, tangent. Okay, number five, journaling and centering with reality. Number six, meditation music, background music, letting music change my state. Number seven, taking care of something, whether it be a plant, an animal, a child, and giving my all to it and noticing um, uh, how that's a reflection of how I'm taking care of myself, you know, and allowing myself to give and know that it's going to give back to me and give life to me. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have been listening for a while and you've ever wanted to work with a life coach working privately where we can be able to create personal goals for you and your self-love journey, um, there's a link in the show notes where you can schedule a 15-minute connection call and we can be able to talk and see what is it that you got going on and if there's things that I can be able to support you and guide you through. And so that is available as well in the show notes below. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will see you on the next episode.